welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Linda Beard, author of the upcoming book and host of Bold Enough. Thank you so very, very much for allowing me to come into your world today. I know you have a lot of different options, but I'm glad you decided to spend this time with me. I have another chapter in the book, Bold Enough to Walk Away. This one is a very pivotal chapter. It is actually the turning point of my Bold Enough journey. Bold Enough to Walk Away was really the chapter I had to examine those unhealthy situations in my life. And there was one particular unhealthy situation that was 29 years of unhealthiness. So before I get into the highlight of that, I want to ask you right now, what is it in your world that's unhealthy, that you're struggling with, that you have not been able to walk away from? What is it? Is it leading you down a pathway that's so unhealthy that you're leading towards destruction? Think about that. Because you have the ability, you have the control to actually stop the self-destruction before it happens. If you don't, you are enabling yourself to self-destruct. I know it's deep, and that's why this chapter of my book was the turning point of being bold enough. So, bold enough to walk away. For many years... I had no problems being bold enough to walk away. I didn't have a problem walking away from taking drugs. I really didn't have any excitement or interest around taking drugs, nor was there anyone that had that much power or influence over me to want to take drugs. So it was easy for me. I was in and out of relationships, romantic relationships that went bad, and I was able to walk away. No problems at all. I had friendships that I was in for a season and out of a season, walked away from them. No problem at all. So what happened What happened to me that I ended up in a situation that lasted 29 years that I struggled with, that I had a difficult problem walking away from? Why? Why was it difficult for me to walk away from? What was the factor that kept me from walking away? How did I get there in the first place? Well, how did I get there? People-pleasing. People-pleasing? Yes. You heard me right. People-pleasing. Have you ever entered into a situation 
by people pleasing and then you regretted it and you wanted to get out, but you didn't? Well, my people pleasing started me on a 29-year journey. 29-year journey. So let me give you the highlight of this story. And I'm hoping that it motivates you. Even though my story may not be exactly your story that you're struggling with, I hope that it motivates you to get out of your unhealthy situation, to be bold enough to walk away. So this is the highlight of my story. I am 25 years old. I am a single mom. And my parents were very concerned about me that I am not married. And they felt, and some of my sisters felt the same way, that I should have someone that should be taking care of me. I had not ever met anybody that I saw myself spending the rest of my life with. I was born and raised that once you get married, you're married for the rest of your life, and it's a covenant under God. You're married till death do you part. So naturally, I took that very seriously. It's inbred in you. Marriage is a serious commitment. And so I, I never met anyone that I could look at and think, oh, can I be married to this person the rest of my life? So I wasn't married. I was fine at 25 years old not being married and being a single parent. I didn't mind working very hard to take care of myself and my son. But it was a problem for my parents. And my parents were much older, and that was pressing on their mind that I did not have a man to take care of me. And that was that error that time that if you're a woman and not married, that you're not settled. And it was a viewpoint of some of my family members that I wasn't settled. I'm I'm just out there kind of just shifting and maybe not so much of a lady because I don't have a man. I'm not married. I felt that I was perfectly fine. But people-pleasing, wanting to please my parents, and you'll hear my whole story in the book and how, you know, your upbringing has a lot to do with how you make decisions. And so my parents were getting older, and I wanted to make sure that the weight of them worrying about me was not on them. And so it began to concern me that they were concerned. So I just remember my mother ending up in the hospital. Unexpectedly, my mother and I were very, very close. And I went to visit her in the hospital, and I was happy that she was getting ready to be discharged. 
And we were um, there in the hospital. I was by her bedside and she was going to be discharged the next morning. And we were just watching, I think the price is right or something. And she just started saying to me, you know, don't worry. Every mom has um, problems with their children and you're going to be okay. And we were just talking about life and at the time, I didn't know that she was giving me her final words of wisdom. The next morning, she passed away. That left a lasting impression on me. Now, I wasn't responsible for her death, but I thought back about those words, and she was telling me I was going to be okay. She was telling me I was going to stumble in raising my son but at the same time, I kept thinking about would she have wanted to me to have been married? Would that have made it better for her knowing that I would have been married before her passing? And then so now I have my father. Do I want him to pass away knowing that I'm not taken care of in their minds, that led me to a path of wanting to make sure that he didn't pass away thinking I'm not being taken care of. So I felt I needed to get married whether I wanted to or not. So guess what? I got married to someone that I thought was the closest person that I felt that I could spend the rest of my life with. That's what I did. I did it. So, got married. My father got to walk me down the aisle. He was pretty happy that I got married. Now, guess what? I am secure. I am settled. He's happy. My sisters are happy. I'm settled in their minds. I finally did it. I'm okay. Pretty happy, I guess. Right? Well, that lasted maybe a year. I'll give it two maybe at the max it wasn't the right thing to do it was people pleasing and not only that is there was a lot of things I didn't even know about the person a lot of things that were very unhealthy but I'm not here to talk about that person I'm here to talk about me what happened in that marriage was not healthy for me. I made a decision that I had to take responsibility for. And because I did a people-pleasing act and I had to take the responsibility for that act. It just so happened that the behavior of that person was harmful to me. But because of the way that I was raised, divorce is not an option. 
Divorce is not an option. I carried that law for 29 years to the point where in the last six or seven years, I didn't even look at myself in the mirror anymore. I didn't even recognize myself anymore. I just functioned. And I'm saying that to you because I know what it is to struggle. I know what it is to make a decision under the premise of people pleasing and to struggle in an unhealthy situation and not be bold enough to get out. I know what that is like, but you can do it because I did it. And how did I get out? Because one day at the point of pain, when I was starting to unravel and I had to force myself to look at myself in the mirror and I had to say, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to self-destruct. And I remember picking up the phone that day and I called my brother and I said, I have shared with you over the years how I have been feeling about this marriage, how I've gone to counseling, how I've done everything I can. And listeners, I want to pause for a minute. I'm not, I am not encouraging anyone to walk out of their marriage because they're unhappy. I'm not speaking of unhappiness. You should go to counseling, do whatever you need to keep your marriage. I'm speaking of unhealthy. I'm speaking of harmful. I'm speaking of danger. I'm speaking of I'm not speaking of unhappy, okay? There's things that you can do for unhappy. I'm speaking of unhealthy. I'm speaking of destructive. I want to make sure that that is clear. So not unhappy because you want to look at the next best candy in the candy store. Because <laughs> I don't want any pastors calling me <laughs> and saying, you know, how are you talking about people walking out of the ranch? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about unhappy I'm not, I'm speaking of destructive, destructive, harmful. Okay. I want to make that clear. So when I called my brother and I asked my brother as if he was the Pope. And I said, because my father had passed away. And I said, I need to get out of this marriage. And he said to me, you don't need my permission. You never needed my permission. He said, because you're not under the law of that covenant, you're in the law of grace. (laughs) And so I want to pause here for a moment because... Many of the listeners may not understand what I'm talking about when I talk about the covenant of God and the law of grace. And so, you know, the podcast and Bold Enough is not, you know, we're not on a, on a mission per se to, you know, if you're Christian or not a Christian. 
but I am a Christian and I grew up in a Christian family. And so there is there is the law, which is before Jesus Christ. And then after Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. So now everything you do in the past, the present and future, he already died for it. So you have grace. And so I was living under the law, meaning that I had so much fear of God that if I broke the law, I was going to be punished to death. And I feared God to the point that if I broke this law, I would never have a good life. I would be like tortured for the rest of my life. And my spouse was using that manipulation against me as well that I never walked away. So I allowed mental manipulation to torture me as well. And when you are in a situation, people will use manipulation to keep you there. And so I had that going as well. So finally, when my brother said, you're under grace, get out. And I had every reason to with everything going on. So even under grace, I had the reason to leave that marriage biblically. And so I was like, I can walk away. And he was like, yes, you never needed permission. You already had it. So I'm saying to you, all of you, you have control to walk away. You are responsible for you. Don't be manipulated to stay in a destructive situation. Take responsibility for you. You are not responsible for anybody else but you. You are worth it. 29 years because I made a people-pleasing decision. 29 years. Sometimes we will make those people-pleasing decisions because we love someone so much and that connectivity. But my parents never wanted me to suffer. They just loved me enough that they wanted to know that I was well taken care of. That's what they wanted. They did not want me to be harmed. They just wanted the best for me in the best way they knew how. That's what they wanted. We have to decide for us what is best for us. That's our responsibility for us. Had I not taken control and stood up and said, I'm going to be bold enough to walk away. I would not be here today sharing this story 
with you, I don't know where I would be. I don't know. That's why I am challenging you. In my book, on this podcast, you cannot continue to struggle and hold on in situations. You will hold yourself back from living that life of being free. You deserve to be free. Why are you holding on? Think about it. Why are you holding on? What's there for you? Are you that comfortable to be in pain? The other side is so much better. Yes, you will have to heal. You will grieve. You will have to do some hard work. But it's so much better on the other side. Now you know why it was my turning point. Now you know why when I talk about being bold enough and when I say I love my life and I'm so glad that I am bold enough. When I talk about healing from the inside out, when I talk about the baggage that's been lifted and the 25 pounds for my introduction, it's probably 100 pounds emotionally that I lifted. But it was so well worth it. I even had someone tell me that it looks like I've gotten younger over the years. That's because I probably aged 15 years when I was in pain. You can do this. Walk away. Walk away. Will you do it today? Be bold enough to walk away. You're worth it. I believe in humanity. I believe in being each other's keeper. And that's why I wrote the book Bold Enough. And that's why I'm going to encourage you weekly. Be bold enough. See you next week. 